You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, stepping up to the mic, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast giving you opinions not heard anywhere else. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, alongside my co-host, Tyson Gentry. Tyson, big day today. The second to last edition of our pregame gambling show as we get ready for the championship weekend. And we got a whole bunch of gambling previews coming on here. Well, it just kind of stinks that we didn't necessarily find our footing uh, in NFL betting in t- until the playoffs, or at least uh, for me, you had a really good uh, wild card round or a better wild card round the divisional. But uh, as soon as we figure it out, they take it away from us. Isn't that crazy? Uh, of course. Of course. So like Tyson said, what we got to do is we got to go through our recap from last week. We are not hiding anything. If we have bad weeks, which we have in the past, you know, we'll come on here. We'll tell you we did bad. So. I'll start with me. I went five and six. I got to say, I was pissed at some of these results. Ravens, nine and a half, rocking chair play. Justice Silver, 19 and a half rush yards, rocking chair play. George Kittle over 53 and a half receiving yards, led the game. Boom. Love it. Easy money. Bucks, Lions over 48 and a half. Easy. Patrick Mahomes, you know, I had to emotionally hedge. Got there on the three kneel down attempts. So he had four throughout the game, but at the end there, you know, it was nice to get home as I was crying. My bills lost to sleep as I. Did the Bills minus two stupidly? Didn't get that home. 49ers, I was high on them. Not even close. Them not, minus nine and a half didn't get there. Team total over 30 and a half didn't get there. I thought Chris Godwin bounced back week. Apparently, the Bucks called me an idiot because he wasn't close to 62 and a half. Here's where it gets frustrating. Jamison Williams, I thought I was being smart. He catches the ball in the opening drive. He ends the game with two receiving yards. So I miss out on two and a half by the hook. And then James Cook is dominating on the ground. I have over 61 and a half rush yards. In the fourth quarter, he goes backwards, backwards, zero, zero. I lose by a hook because he finishes on 61. So five and six on the week, negative 1.65 units. These are those are tilting plays, like huge swings of momentum there, Tyson. Well, I think the James Cook one is maybe the worst beat that we've had this season. I think, uh, you know, you're not alone. What do you have, 67, like going into the fourth quarter or before his final four carries and he went back? That was that was brutal. Um, Brad has me at three and two. I'm really three and three. The Jaden Reed play didn't get home, uh, so I'll, t- I'll we'll subtract that unit um, out of here for the total. But Pacheco over twenty five and a half rush yards each half. I told you we're just going to keep you know mining that thing for the gold that it's producing. <laughs> Gibbs to lead the game in rushing yards. Uh, that one you know it was scary for a second when Trout White was popping off, but Jameer Gibbs thirty yard touchdown uh, helps things. Chiefs money line uh, you know doesn't need a whole lot of explanation. Gus Edwards touchdown. I thought we were going to get there uh, when he got the ball down at the goal line. He doesn't get in. Lamar Jackson scores the next play. And then my optimistic play, the one that I said immediately wasn't going to hit before I made it, probably should have taken my own advice. Jordan Love over 246 and a half passing yards. I mean, they would have had to go the length of the field uh, to end the game for me to sniff that thing. <laughs> well, if Ty, I didn't really understand the Jaden Reed thing. Tyson and I were waiting for like some clarification. We didn't know if that was the first touchdown of the game type of deal, which would have classified as our long shot or if it was a play. So if he's st- subtracting a point off or a unit off of there, he was up 1.7 for the week. I was down 1.65. Up- What's that? I had a back on now that I heard that I'm, it's only 1.7. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we were, well, if we're doing it, so 1.7, if we're, 
subtracting Jaden Reed. So then we were up 0.05. So we made some scratch. 0.05. So we're up two units as a podcast. Which with our units is $500,000. Yes, exactly. We're, we're putting in uh, bail bonds here, guys. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're retiring early on, on our unit size here. Uh, <laughs> Well, let's let's continue to have a little fun here. Like Tyson, I always say, you know, th- we're not professional gamblers. If you couldn't tell, like, you know, this is when you're supposed to reduce what you're playing. Now nah, I got 11 picks across two, across four games. So you know, we, we like to have fun. We're going to be watching these games. We like to just share what we're playing with you all. If you want to hop on board, we'll tell you where you can see our other plays at the end of the show here. So we Tyson, I we're simpatico. We got four games in each game. One on the spread in each one, and then three props. So we, we're thinking alike. I'm I'm feeling a big week. So let's start with the Chiefs Ravens. Ravens are three and a half point favorites at home. Tyson's been crushing it this week. So I don't know if I should go first to keep the mojo the same or throw it to you as like the honors box. So I'll actually pose it to you. Do you want to give your place first? Do you want me to give my play first? I'll go first. I'll I'll take the pressure off you, kind of let you, uh, you know, find your rhythm in the game, right? We're not passing the ball in the corner until maybe the third possession. And by that point, we already know it's green light. Um, I'm going to start it off here. Any quarter to end scoreless, uh, plus 280. Um, This, to me, I feel like uh, this is the classic NFL playoff game where we're going to get a long drive that ends in a punt followed by a long drive that ends in a punt. You blink, the quarter is over. It might be a touchdown or a field goal to immediately start the second quarter or another quarter uh, later in the game. But I do feel like these two defenses are good enough uh, to keep each other off the board. Really, um, you know, if I could find first quarter to end scoreless, uh, that would be something I'm more interested in. I'm sure you could get it a bigger number. Chiefs have also been bad coming out of the half this season. Maybe the third quarter is the one that's scoreless. Says both teams have yeah, their the Ravens are murdering. That's, that's yeah, the, that's a good point. That's, that's a, a scary part. part. But plus two eighty, not a bad look there. We know both these teams, you know, good defenses. So I like that, Tyson. For me, I'm going to go. Gus Edwards touchdown is my first play here. So plus one forty. Now it didn't get in last week. He was plus one twenty. I think the fact that we're getting better odds on him here is way better for us. Like we know, the Chiefs are or the uh, Ravens are going to run the football. They're, Gus Edwards is going to get in the end zone this weekend. I just have a feeling he's going to score a touchdown. He didn't get it last week. It was Lamar Jackson. I think everybody's going to say, "Oh, well, Lamar's going to do the same thing this week." This could be a Gus Edwards two touchdown game. So I'm going to put an official on plus one forty. Tyson, I wouldn't be surprised this guy gets in twice. And so if that's the case, maybe you sprinkle a little bit on that, which is plus 900 so the feel feels how uh, or depends how frisky you're feeling but i'm gonna go plus 140 gus Edwards td is my official play well you know we're always we're always feeling frisky it's always it's we're always down for a little sprinkle uh i took gus edwards off of my bet slip this week and i replaced him with isaiah likely touchdown at plus 400 um or plus 200 excuse me no i think uh, it is four i may have i, I made four. A, uh let me yeah that's, it is that's shortened me he shortened me uh a good amount here and I, i'm just kidding I think Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews is going to play, and we we know he's going to play. I think that Mark Andrews this week uh, might pop off. More likely is that he's going to be a distraction uh, for Isaiah. No pun intended. I didn't even Ooh. mean to do that. Uh, I think Isaiah likely has been you know a revelation for this team. I don't think they ever really got to find out what they had uh, in this guy while Mark Andrews was healthy. We already know like Charlie Kohler has kind of been relegated to that. Uh, the third tight end, the the blocking tight end. But when Isaiah Likely gets the ball, good things happen. And they've proven that over and over and over again since Mark Andrews has broken his ankle. I don't think you go away from that uh, in a game where you have to win. You just add it to the recipe for success. 
Well, I like Gus this weekend. I'm going to go over 43 and a half rush yards. I, I think what we saw James Cook and that offensive line do for the Buffalo Bills last week, I think we can see that with the Ravens. The difference is we're, they're not going to go away from it. Similar setup, physical offensive line who wants to play downhill, quarterbacks who can get downhill, utilize their legs. Gus Edwards didn't have a great week last week. I have a feeling he is going to be pounding the rock heavily in this one. So I think he's going to be the feature back. Give me over 43 and a half or Gus Bus getting in the end zone as well for my second play here. Kind of abandoning your boy Justice Hill, which, you know, it's too late in the season to hang, to hang up on that guy. Uh, I'm going with Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown as my next play. I, I just think that the Chiefs are going to find themselves around the goal line. And I know Roquan Smith can run. And I know Patrick Queen can run. And these guys can cover. And it's awesome. Kyle Hamilton can come pick him up, and all those things present real challenges. I also know that Andy Reid might be the best uh, red zone play caller going right now as far as the concepts that he's going to bring down there. I look for Kelsey to the uh, near side pylon, uh, kind of on a rollout from Pat Mahomes, and I, I think he gets in. Tyson, I had to shout you out here. My next one, I'm going Odell Beckham Jr. over 22 and a half receiving yards. So Legereus Sneed's been really good shutting down number one options. We're, we, I think he's probably going to be on our boy Zay Flowers. The majority of the game is going to be shadowing him a little bit. And Zay Flowers is awesome. He's a great route runner. I think he's going to be able to get open. But the secondary option here is where I think Odell can eat a little bit. Now, he only was targeted one time last week, one catch, 12 yards. So he's going to need a couple here. But we know in big games, this guy is made for the big moments. He was incredible. In the Super Bowl before he got injured with the Los Angeles Rams, might have been on his way to winning MVP of that game. I think we may see a little Odell Beckham Jr. magic here, Tyson. Maybe one of those classic balls across the middle. He has an explosive play. Maybe all we need is one catch. But I'm, I think Odell catches a few balls in this one and gets us over that number. It's just funny uh, to me that you know you could swap his name with Stephon Diggs and you're having the same conversation at this point in the year. But whatever, <laughs> I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens minus three and a half uh, to cover the spread here for my final play. I think Baltimore is much better uh, than Kansas City. I think Baltimore shows up prepared uh, better than any team that they've played or any team in the league this season. I think uh, they they could just win this game. If this game played a hundred times, the Ravens have 90 different ways to win, right? The Chiefs have to be, you know, 15 has got to put on the cape. He's got to be Superman. He's got to be, you know, really the best he's ever been because he's got to turn the clock back, all that stuff. The Ravens just have to get off the bus, man, get off the tunnel and go play their, their brand of football. It's, 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 they're so good. Like they're so good. And I, I still feel like people were kind of like, yeah, well, we knew they were the best team in the league all year long, but none of you were saying it. Like, you can't do that now. Like, it wasn't until they beat the 49ers that everyone else was like, the Ravens are pretty good. It was like, have you? they've been this good since week two, week three, week four, when nobody wanted to put them on the TV. And I think that they come out and make another statement. Patrick Mahomes getting th- over a field goal. Man, not something that you normally want to do, right? You normally don't want to be on the side of one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen getting points. That's what everybody's thinking. Patrick Mahomes getting three and a half? Oh, my God. They just went on the road, beat Buffalo. Like, what's Baltimore? You know, Lamar Jackson, you haven't seen him do anything in the playoffs. Yada, yada, yada. Give me the Ravens minus three and a half here. This is blowout city written all over it. Blowout city. This is going to be a rocking chair play. I'm just telling you right now, everybody thinks Mahomes, 
you know, he's putting on the cape. He's coming in. You're really going against Mahomes in the playoffs? Like, I can just picture every jabroni at the bar saying that. You know what we do when that happens? We go opposite. We take the Ravens. We take Lamar Jackson. We take John Harbaugh to run it down this Chiefs team's throat and to suffocate this Chiefs offensive line that hasn't been done before since that Bucks game in the Super Bowl. Because remember what happened then? We weren't talking about Mahomes like he's an Avenger. We talked like about him like he was just another quarterback. When the pressure gets hot and the pocket collapses, it's pretty hard to do things. think the Ravens do that this game. think they control it. Lamar Jackson makes a statement, and he's in his first Super Bowl. Let's go, Ravens. They cover the number. Somebody clip that and send it to Harbaugh. <laughs> Lions at Niners. Now, this one's interesting. I should have put the number up here. Actually, let me do that now because it's seven. It it's the state at seven, which is strange. So it opened at six and a half, got up to seven. And right now, a lot of the sports books are just keeping this number at seven. So you got some key numbers everywhere. Very interesting game. Go back and listen to our preview. We, we said this can have a multitude of different ways this thing goes. So when you have a big number like this, I think there's plenty of ways that you can exploit this, especially with the strengths of some of these teams and the, and the weaknesses of some of these teams. So, Tyson, you said pressure's off me for the one against and the Ravens. Are you still keeping the same format, or are you throwing it back to me? Let's let it run, man, because I'm starting off with a really boring uh, play. If you, you know – this isn't normally what I do, and I, I don't take pride in this one. Uh, Brock Purdy and Jared Goff to combine for 500-plus passing yards, minus 190. That's a number I don't love to see. I just – there, there's not a, a world, I don't think. And, like, I, I saw the 600-plus total, and I, I thought about that for a second. Uh, but I, I do think one of these guys is probably going to hit 300. I would uh, – if I had to pick money on which one of those it would be, I honestly think Brock Purdy has a better chance for throwing for more yards this weekend than Jared Goff. I think the explosives are going to be there. Uh, for San Francisco, but you know, it's every time that a game is supposed to go a certain way, Brad, it doesn't go the way uh, that everybody else is thinking it's going to go. We've been hearing fireworks, fireworks, fireworks for all these playoff games that have ended up, you know, being low scoring kind of shoot uh, fist fights. And I think this one, uh, we're kind of looking at it like, man, the lines are a fun story. They're not going away. They're going to be slinging this thing around the field, trying to play catch up, I think for a lot of the day. And we're talking about, Line secondary, bad. You know, it's going to be attacked all, all night. Well, I think it's going to be the opposite. Christian McCaffrey over 86 and a half rush yards. Now, it's has rarely been done before that uh, the Lions defense have given up that many rushing yards. But in our preview show, I highlighted been kind of gashed on the ground a little bit. Kyron Williams, almost five yards of carry. Rashad White, nine yards, uh, nine carries, got six yards of pop. Would have just smoked this defense if they had continued to run the football. This outside zone, I think, is going to give them a little bit of trouble here. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to get downhill. I think they're going to be able to utilize the size and really negate some of that speed that they have coming off the edge here. Now, they've been really good at stopping the run. That's been something that they've wanted to do. But it's gotten a little leaky here. I, I think Christian McCaffrey, and I think the Niners are going to be up big in this game at some points here. I think they may try to salt this away. So give me Christian McCaffrey over 86 and a half rush yards. So I don't know if both of these can hit, but we're sure going to hope they both do. I got Christian McCaffrey over 35 and a half receiving yards. I think that there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, they're going to pick on Alex Anzalone and whoever else uh, out of the backfield here. Brian Branch has been awesome. If you're going to task a rookie to run across the field to cover Christian McCaffrey from a safety spot, you're in for a long day. Um, and I also just feel uh, when things get tight, Brock Purdy looks at 23. Kyle Shanahan looks at 23, and I expect 
uh, more of that. And, you know, honestly, we could hit this on one screen. So that's that's a lot of what I'm hoping. Yeah. And Brian Branch, I'll be covering George Kittle. You know, so it may it may be linebacker. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot, Tyson, I'll tell you how we can both hit that is if Debo Samuel's out for this game. Like, we don't know that as we're recording this. Maybe by the time this is releases, we'll have a better idea. The betting market seems to suggest that he's not going to play in this game based on some of the juice numbers that we're getting here, which is why I'm going with my next play. Brandon Ayuk over five and a half receptions at plus 116. I think even if Debo Samuel plays, this is a playable number. So if it goes down to four and a half with, with, Debo Samuel, I think you can juice that up to six and do an alt receptions line there. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to be featured in this offense a lot. I think they saw last week on tape, there were moments in time that they should have gotten Ayuk involved offensively. I think they're going to target him early. I think they're going to target him often. I think he's going to be open a lot against this secondary. The number one wide receivers have shredded up the Lions. This, to me, feels like a huge bounce-back spot. Eight receptions, 100-plus yards, something like that for Ayuk. I think he goes nuts. I'm going to take the plus number here on his receptions prop. Yeah, and I didn't do any looking, but uh, I don't know what the number is, but I think that Brandon Ayuk is is due for a big gainer here. So as far as what his longest perception is to play in the game, uh, as long as that thing is hovering somewhere around 32, 33 yards, I think you'd be okay to take that one more time for the kid, man. Jameer Gibbs, anytime touchdown score. This is just a guy who finds the end zone, who's an incredibly talented running back. Um, and honestly, David Montgomery's been the goal line back all year, and he was, he's been uh, scoring a bunch of touchdowns. And they got hurt, and then it was like, oh, Jameer Gibbs can just, you know, he can score from the 10. We don't have to be on the goal line. Uh, I expect him to get in the end zone here. I know Fred Warner's awesome. Drew Greenlaw's awesome. I just happen to think that Jameer Gibbs is too. I, I, I like it, man. Uh, Jameer Gibbs has been a dog. And – Brandon Ayuk, the longest reception prop over 27 and a half is his number. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think he's smashing. Like I, 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 that's what I meant more. I'd take it up to 32, 33. Like if I had to, but I, I really think this is a, he's going to get behind somebody and they're just going to rip the ball, man. Well, speaking of long receptions here, Tyson, I'm going to go back to the well here. My boy, Jamison Williams, I'm taking over 28 and a half receiving yards Listen, they wanted to get him the football last week. They targeted they him four to times. for two years. Well, he's been off the field for a myriad of different reasons. But <laughs> Jameson Williams is back. Tyson, do we remember how the 49ers have gotten beat this season? What's been the issue? Speed in the secondary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> P.J. Walker and, and uh, turning the football over against the Ravens. But speed in the second uh, – speed in – the secondary, they've had a hard time matching up with. So I think Jamison Williams, man, I think he can get behind this defense. I really do. I think he's going to get a target every once in a while, like on the deep comeback, or maybe he goes across the middle of the field, catches a big ball, and we're talking about, oh, my God, Jamo Williams is here. 28 and a half receiving yards for this kid? Give me a break. He was my number one wide out coming out, Tyson, so maybe I'm a little jaded here, but I think he's poised for a big game. Let's go, Jamison Williams. That's all right. I had Drake London, and I don't know. Like the returns on that aren't like a ton better. Um, well, it would be nice to see Jamal get in the open field and take the governor off. I want to see this True. kid run for real because we haven't necessarily got to see it with the ball in his hands yet in his career. Uh, and to wrap up the show this week for me, Detroit Lions plus seven, minus one of two. I might end up with a push. Uh, the 49ers might blow them out. I just think Detroit's going to be pesky, stay around, and like I said in the 
uh, preview show. I just I don't think they're going to blink. The only thing that makes me nervous they don't get here is if they get too cute, and I, that's mm. a, my legitimate concern. Tyson had to be done. Mono e mono. I'm back on the Niners train here. So if you're listening, pick which side you you agree with. Is it's Tyson or myself? At least the show has one winner, so we're we're eating yes. a little vague here. But I just think the Niners this is a classic bounce back spot. You know, with Debo, without I think without Debo, this maybe gets under a, a, the seven. I would take it if he's in. You know, maybe you can try to middle it with the Lions. Maybe it goes up higher. I don't know. Don't maybe don't be too cute with that. Whatever the case may be, I think if you like the side, you like it. I like the 49ers in the spot, staying at home, staying focused. Lions coming off of emotional games. And traveling over to the West Coast, I'm going to go Niners. I think this is a blowout here. Niners minus seven. And Jameis Williams catches a big ball as they're trying to catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, Tyson. I can't believe this is the freaking last, the second to last show that we're doing for all this. I mean, Super Bowl one's going to be nuts because we have like a million props and we're going to go through it, all of them pretty much. But as as far as like these shows, I can't believe it's our our last one before the weekend. It's crazy. I know. And then it feels weird because this is like the teams we kind of figured were going to be here. There was, uh, you know, with the thought of the Bills or the Dolphins or the Eagles or the Cowboys or whoever else, but it was like kind of these four teams circled all year long. And um, now that they're here, I don't know who the hell's going to win these games. Like I was so sure uh, before the lines got released. And now I'm like, man, I could see it this way or that way. But if you want to see maybe Brad changes his mind and he decides he wants to go 16 and 0 as a show this week instead of 15 and 1, <laughs> that'll be in the chalkboard app. It's in the App Store, Google Play, wherever you download your apps. Uh, group name is ISWIS Presents the Roundtable Bets. Uh, we'll let you write in. It's free. Uh, like Brad mentioned, we're going to have a ton of plays uh, coming up on the Super Bowl. And honestly, probably not all of them are going to make it into the uh, Super Bowl Extravaganza betting show because, you know, maybe the line on polka dot tie will change for the call commentary team. So uh, whatever, you know, you're thinking going forward, hop in that chalkboard app. Uh, let us know what you're playing. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been playing a ton of the NBA, but Brad has been Brad has been holding it down for us. It's been heating up, man. It's been good so far. I think tonight's been a tough night, unfortunately. You know, I'm monitoring things. But when you said 16 or 15 and 1 instead of 16, it fully guarantees that we're not going on the feed of this weekend, which makes me depressed that you laid it out you there. You did like this. So, I know. I really did. Nope, we should be in some paddock <laughs> together. But, man, ah, oh, geez, what are you going to do here? All right, enough of that. On the way out, smash the like button if you watch it on YouTube. If you listen to podcast form, Give us a five-star review, send us a comment, whatever you want to do there. It just helps us become more discoverable. All of your interactions and things like that really helps us out. And as always, we appreciate you listening and interacting with us. It really does go a long way for us. We do appreciate all the support. In the meantime, as well, like, subscribe, or uh, follow us on socials, X, Instagram, and TikTok. It's the same handle at ISWIS underscore pod. Good luck with all your bets this weekend. Hope we made you some money. Hope you make some money. Hope to see you in the chalkboard after try to help us make some money as well as we get ready to close out the football season. So we'll be back breaking everything down that we just saw. A lot of good content coming out next week. So we'll talk to you all then, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.